Hi, everybody. Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I'm LJ. Cross from me is Mr. Oatman. I'm Oatman. Hello. And we've got Rezzy back with us, our geek in residence. Hey, Rezzy. What the hell was that? That's Mike? my cockney. Since, since we're doing Gotham by Gaslight, I'll be bucking off an hour. I, I got bad news yeah, for you. you. Know what? Don't, don't the movie do does not don't take do place in England. Again. Yeah, still. Don't don't ever do that again, please. Don't. He's going to. It's got a Cockney feel to it. <laughs> yeah, there was weirdly early in the film. There was yeah, the uh, Victorian kind of. There was a guy who's the guy from Oliver who's in charge of the orphans. Yeah, the, the, the pocket ring. What's yeah, that guy's name? Yeah, plus the little Bowery boys. They all had a yeah. They had Nicholas Nickleby feel to them. But they they were more doing like a New York almost kind of thing. It was yeah, but that's almost the same thing at that period. It was the guy who was in charge of them. It was like, hey, what are you doing, here, Batman? Yeah, but you got as my alleys, as my kids. My alley, I'm a bro. My orphans, they right. Yeah, all right. Enough of that. That's my thing right there. <laughs> so it was like the only British accent in there. But uh, in any case, Gotham by Gaslight is the film we'll be talking about today. We'll start off a little spoiler free. We'll give some general impressions and then jump into the spoiler section. Rezzy, guess who did it? Oh well, that's yeah, that's the spoiler section. It's spoiler section, but I bet you could figure uh, it out real right quick. quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rezzy, how'd you find Gotham by Gaslight? I enjoyed the reintroduction of a lot of characters that you already know and how they use them this time in the uh, turn of the century Gotham. I just thought it was cute. That was a good way of doing it. Then I it just was let cute. myself fall along with the rest of the story. Gotham know? by Gaslight, in which Batman fights Jack the Ripper. Loved it. Was, it was cute. cute. Yes. Okay. Adorable. Oatman. Thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I really, really liked the artwork. I thought it was very good. I liked sort of the the hazy, muddy nature of it. I thought it really captured the smell and feel and texture that comes with the sort of turn of the century kind of city with the gas lights and the dusty streets and the cobblestones. It got all of that right. And I really, really liked it. How they portrayed Batman, I thought was interesting. This is a different Batman. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was uh, how different is he though? A little bit. He's uh, and seems pretty Batmany. Bruce Wayne, more Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's it pretty Wayne-y. pretty Bruce Wayne, pretty Batmany earlier in his career. That's perhaps. what I was about to say. To me, it seems like a much younger Batman. Sure, to me. it seems like a less broken Batman. Yeah, I'll grant you which that. Which I thought was kind of interesting because a lot of the later Batmans that I've seen, it's a very like you know scraggly voiced. Yeah. A bit of a broken character. This guy was a was kind of hopeful. Well, they did seem to imply that he had been. I think they said early on, it's like he's just got back in town recently. Yeah, he's back in town. Uh, he's so been he's, out. He's, he's been out in the world doing his walkabout. You know, becoming yeah. Batman, learning all the skills and such. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. In some ways, I know this is a weird and probably not fitting analogy, but it reminded me when I watched uh, Marvel and saw the young. Spider-Man for the first time. This well, is not that. No, it's not as extreme as that, but I think it is a very definite difference from that Batman to the Batman you see, say, in Marvel, the latest Marvel pictures. Boy, that, that those two Batmans are well, miles DC, apart. But, yeah. Yeah, DC. It, the, the, this is not Ben Affleck. Yeah, this is not the Ben <laughs> Affleck. Uh, I'm, I'm sore, can barely get out of bed, and I'm a little bitter kind of Batman. He's kind of a younger, more hopeful sure. Batman. I thought that so was interesting. It was an interesting twist to you to use the younger, hopeful Batman in such a time that in real life was such a dark time in that period of 
England or yeah, I, just, I thought it was. I thought it changed the dynamics of it a lot more. Though interestingly, they cast Bruce Greenwood here as Batman Bruce Wayne, who is an older gentleman. Is an older gentleman. Christopher Pike, most recently on the rebooted Star Trek movies, the J.J. Abrams movies. Yeah. Also, I first saw this guy, I think, in the hit UPN original Nowhere oh, Man. Yeah. You saw Nowhere Man? Yeah, I was a fan until they wow. yanked it. Me but too. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember I don't, Nowhere Man. It's probably not a great show. Geek alert. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was very much like X it was like X Files on but it was like Hulk meets X Files where he's always on the run and all this. It's just it was, <laughs> it's the future to It's yeah. not a great show, I, it probably, but for some reason I loved it back in the day. It went the way of UPN network, which is nowhere. So, yeah, he's an old gentleman, but he seems a more youthful Batman, interestingly Yeah, enough. more youthful, more vigorous. And not only that, I think there are certain parts where he clearly needs to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like, I see this Batman figuring some things out in a way that older Batmans don't seem to have to figure it out. Well, it was nice to see Bruce Greenwood play this this incantation of Batman differently than the one he did with Batman Under the Red Hood. That would be the Batman that you guys are talking about, the one who's been broken, who has seen too much, who has taken on the, the heaviness of just being Batman. And then to see Bruce all of a sudden come back here with this one and turn around to be kind of light, airy, and hopeful that, yes, I can do this for Gotham. I can protect Gotham. And- I also enjoyed, this is one of my favorite Selena Kyles. Oh, okay. I enjoyed her. I like the Catwoman in this. Who was she? That was Jennifer Carpenter, who oh, I'm not okay. terribly familiar with. Quarantine. Yeah. She was the sister in Dexter. Yeah, she's uh, in Dexter. She's yeah. in Quarantine. I've not seen either of those things. White Chicks. Yeah, she's a she's she Lisa in that apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and she's she's a talent. I like her work. Yeah, she's good. And I didn't even notice this, but Anthony Head is Alfred. No. Oh, yeah. get out. <laughs> Giles himself. Wow. Okay. Played Alfred in this. Didn't even notice. Didn't Love that guy. Yep. Yeah, I enjoyed this as well. I got an issue. It, this was true in the Suicide Squad movie as well, but I wish these movies had a bigger budget. I really do. The animation feels like TV animation, and it is, because that's the budget they have for this. But the action scenes in this movie are so sweeping, at least the intention is to be so huge and sweeping, that to do these things on basically a a low budget for animation, a TV animation budget, it feels cheaper. I don't know. So you're looking for animation like... To the level of, say, Akira, something like that? No, Akira was was not... I mean, I guess it was big budget for For anime. But I'd like... You're never going to get... I mean, nobody does hand-drawn animation like Disney used to, and I'm not even asking for that. But I would like something a little bit more polished in the vein of... Even Secret of Nim is too much. Who was the guy who did that? I can't remember his name. But I would Uh, like... Don Bluth, thank you. Somewhere between this and Don Bluth, I would like a little bit more money Ralph on the Bashke. screen. Ralph no, sir. No, <laughs> thank was, you. I, I'll be honest. I didn't notice a difference. I thought it was great. The animation was good. I, I didn't see it. It's, it. It was most striking for me in the Zeppelin fight. Oh, you didn't like oh. that? It, that seemed really... It should have been larger. For real you. low budget. I, I mean, they do these things... To save money, they do CG vehicles, you know, because it's cheaper that way. And it just seemed clunky. It seemed a little cheap. And even the vehicles bothered me because the buggies, you get in the buggies. The buggies look okay, I guess, but it's when you get to even, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the drivers of the buggies were all CG as well. 
So when they do any movements, it looks like a CG character in this hand-drawn movie. And it just seems out of place. It just seems like shortcuts. Who notices no, the Now that I'm thinking about it, it probably would have been better if they had like a Don Bluth approach. Didn't Don used to do things where he actually filmed the actors and then kind of drew over their movements or something so that it Maybe. looked like it was like a... A little rotoscopy. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a cool effect. I mean, he does it for heavy metal. Uh, a lot was done. That wasn't that Don Bluth. That, that was Bakshi, I think. Uh, I, I don't know who that no, was, Bakshi. but that was not Don, Don Bluth. Bluth. Okay. He did not well, I mean, do they heavy did, metal. They incorporate that same kind of idea, sometimes using yeah, but heavy metal's real bad. actors. Bad as in... The animation. I don't care for that animation in, in heavy metal. No. Oh, okay, well, no. no that, that's another movie. Okay, get back to this one. Story, what did you think? Uh, story's fine. We won't get into spoilers just yet, but there's a mystery as okay. to who Jack the Ripper is. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> And I bet you, you really didn't have a clue? I didn't know. No. Really, dude? How would I know? How uh, would you my, know? My... Process of elimination, sir. Nope. <laughs> the man who gave us Black Superman. The man who gave nope. us the Dutchman. No, you did not you see this no coming. You have no idea. Didn't occur to me <laughs> whatsoever. Uh-huh. Don't take him seriously, totally see, out even of he's the la- blue. Yeah, Even yeah. he's laughing, yeah. yeah okay. Totally out of the blue. There you go. <laughs> the mystery is neither here nor there. So you go there for the characters. The story didn't do what isn't the story's fine so I'm, I'm here for the characters i'm here for the animation i'm here for the action and the interplay between our characters specifically i do like the interaction between bruce wayne and selena kyle i like that stuff yep i love the aesthetic i think it looks great i like the time period all of that the mystery nah, not shocker. so much not a shocker shocker so i guess we have to jump into spoilers here then spoilers everybody this is your Spoiler last chance alert. to get out without getting spoiled warning jack the ripper is Gordon. Right? <laughs> Who would have thunk? Everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that Jack the Ripper was on, on par as an Jack the Ripper fighter, looks like just like Batman. It Jack the like, Ripper yeah. looks like Gordon. They cover his face so you can't tell. They cover his face with shadow and a top hat. Ooh. Yeah, but it, they, they instead of covering the top like Batman would do, he covers the bottom. Because guess why? Mustache. <laughs> That's why you cover the bottom. Same height, same build, same hair. And guess who's never around when Jack is? Gordon. <laughs> guess who only shows up after Jack's gone? Gordon. Gordon. Guess who says, this is my refuge from this horrible city early in the film? Gordon. Totally out of the blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine, I guess. It's fine. It would have been nice, typically in a mystery, you would like to have a few red herrings in there, some other options. But the other option is basically Harvey Dent, and we see him passed out drunk while another murder is going on, so he's eliminated instantly. I guess the only other option we have is Alfred Pennyworth. Could be possibly Jack, but he's... No, it was the three kids all dressed up in yeah, one all big long trench coat. Yeah, 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 like the little rascals. They did. Like yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it. But that only works if you understand that Alfred Pennyworth is also a trained military man. In but now this, that's funny. We never got that about Alfred. Only until it's not in later, this movie. Um, yeah, okay. That's yeah. a later development. Yes, yeah, yeah. and it's not in this movie, so we can't go off of that either. Otherwise, it's just a stupid surprise. So the only person it could possibly be. Is Gordon really dumb? Really, not that it's a bad choice, but it's a really poorly constructed mystery. Shocking. How do you feel about people who take fictional characters and put them up against all these real life people that that actually existed? I mean, I love just playing, it. Just playing with it. And I love doing it. it. Okay. I don't usually have a problem with it. It's 
I, there was a moment in this where I felt like, are we really going to do Batman versus one of these this horrible serial killer, this dark real life event that and, and yeah, ev- eventually I was like, yeah, okay, I guess, sure, why not? Or did you just let your brain say Ripper-esque kind of character? I mean, yeah, they call right. him Jack the Ripper. Yeah. It, this w- lives in a world in which I guess the real thing never happened okay. out in England because everything is transported to America. This is America. This is Gotham in a similar time, turn of the century. Hello. Not England. <laughs> and, yeah, I am fine with it. I no. guess, why, you got a problem with it? No, no, in hindsight. No, I don't. I mean, I'm just the village idiot. I sat and looked at a movie and said, okay, well drawn. Some of the action sequences, like you said, could have been a little bit more. I, I guess, I, I guess I was looking for a bigger explosion or something more lifelike to it. The, the way that technology is now and with the way that they did some of the prior DC films and then suddenly they fall to this because the one that we were talking about in a previous podcast, people, Flashpoint. Squad. Oh, yeah. Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about animation that was just crazy out everywhere and very well done. This is what you were expecting to maybe find inside of Gotham Gas. I mean, you didn't see it here, but hey, I'm just a guy watching a movie that was a good movie to me. I had a good time watching it, even though it throws the ball for you to catch right there. It was a good film. Yeah, I I guess this is a Batman film, so you would think they'd have more money to do it, but I... Probably because it's Gotham by Gaslight, it's this weird period piece they might expect. we got to keep the budget lower on this one. Same thing with Suicide Squad, I would expect. So, yeah, maybe they're just picking and choosing where they put their money. I like transporting it to a different world in a way they did in such a complete way. Uh, I like that some major characters got killed. I just thought that was sure. great. And I love, to me, the best scene in the movie is where we find out that his that Gordon's wife is demented. Yeah. That he punishes her with acid. Yeah. We see the other side of her face where he's clearly smashed acid in her face. That was such a creepy moment. Yeah. I thought that was very well done. And my favorite scene, if you can even say it, it, but mine is just so minuscule. Anyone who knows comic books or any of the other Batman series would know. I like that he worked with all three Robins all at once, the three little boys. They all have the first names of each of the Robins that he's worked with. Yeah, that was cute. I was wondering about that. that I I was literally wondering which one of these are Robin. They were all Robin. All three at one time or other. Yeah. What was her name? So is Tim... The one who was uh, killed... uh, Todd. Jason. Jason Todd, yeah. Which one became the Joker? Wow, no. You mean the Red Hood. That would be uh, Jason Todd. Became the Joker? Yeah. Are you talking about like that Batman Beyond animated movie? Yeah, it's something, it was one of them where he goes crazy, becomes a Joker or something. Wow. Uh, in Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, spoiler alert for that film, yeah, uh, the Joker implanted, I think it was Tim Drake okay. with this microchip. Uh, and he brainwashed him early. Like he kidnapped Tim Drake when he was at some point and brainwashed him, turned him into a Joker-ling type character, and then decades and decades later in the Batman Beyond universe, spoiler alert for Batman Beyond, he comes back. He get That chip gets activated, and he turns. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Was he it goes back watch? and forth. It sounds pretty good. Oh, it's good. I yeah. never saw that one. Okay. Uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker's Batman quality. Beyond. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. Okay. And uh, Dick Grayson. So yeah, it's then, Dick. There we go. Original, yeah, Dick, then Tim. Jason. Then it was Jason Tim. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And then there's finally, now it's Damien, is the current Robin. Yeah, his son. All of whom, I Who's think... Son? Batman's son. With um, Talia Ghoul's... Yeah, Talia, Talia Ghoul. All of the Robins, who I believe we will see in Batman Ninja. Stay tuned oh. for that one, everybody. 
Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Five stars, please. Tell a friend about the show if you wouldn't mind. That's the only way we're going to grow this thing. Or an enemy, as Oatman says. If you don't like the show, tell an enemy. They're probably better than you. Yeah, call and hate on us. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Peace and chicken grease. Continue geeking. That's slightly better. Probably going to have to cut some of this out because now we're spoiling a whole different movie. (laughs) Um, In any case, yeah, I thought... Drive-by spoiling? Yeah.